It's true, that is my voice. It's Adamville, the highest host, and this is another podcast, baby! I know, I told you, we're trying to do them once a week in 2022. We're, we're trying to make it happen in 2022. We're doing a lot of things this year. We're doing our 100-day, 100-minute workout challenge that we've been doing. And, uh, you know, those that, that amazing music you hear behind me, tickling them ebonies and ivories. If you're live on Twitch watching, you can see his fingers bouncing on the keys. I'm talking about the one and only Kentron in the building. Kentromentals. How you feeling, dude? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I finally got out of the traffic. So I'm very happy about it. <laughs> I like how you're just trying to, like, rap sing your yeah, fucking answer. To- nah, dude. Well, it's good to see you. I'm glad you made it. I know traffic sucked. But um, it's good to be here for another episode of the podcast because I got a very special guest in the building. I've been very fortunate enough to uh, hang out with him a couple times in the past couple months. We've worked together on a couple things, and it's been uh, uh, it's been super fucking fun, dude. I'm talking about uh, he's a writer, a comedian, a stand-up comedian. You might have seen him on TV in some of your favorite commercials. <laughs> he wrote jokes for some of your favorite Actors and comedians, he's wrote for a bunch of shows, dude. He's also a national hero. <laughs> he, he, you know, we got an Olympic gold medalist in our building, dude. For doing what? Roller hockey goalie. He was, was a goalie, goalie for goalie? roller hockey, for dude. USA, yeah. For Team USA, and he won the gold, dude. You still have the medal? Uh, my mom has it in her cabinet. Did yeah. you test it? Is it real gold? Yeah, yeah, it's real gold. Like, how much percent gold is it? 110. It, it's 100 percent gold. Yeah, man, it's real. Like if you were to break into my house, you'd you'd find something. How much does it weigh? Uh, it's heavy on the neck. Because you know, sure. gold is like two thousand dollars an ounce right now. Really? Yes. Shit, man. If things go south, I got a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that? I didn't even one. Oh, listen to that. Go get it, Ken. Mm-hmm. One. I didn't know we had an Olympic roller hockey team. Yeah, we. So, well, so here's the thing. Like, uh, we were going to be in the Summer Olympics. The year I won the gold, and then they ended up going with like break dancing or something instead, and so it never got into the Summer Olympics. So all I am, all I am, is a Pan American Olympian. Oh, so I didn't get to play like Uruguay and Europe and Italy and all that. With because, the Olympics, yeah. With your if you're the home country to the Olympics, you get to choose like four events for the Olympics, right? Oh, okay. I don't know. That's why, like every year, there every Olympics, there's always new categories. Like they just in the Summer Olympics, they just had like skateboarding or street skating. Right, right. That's because uh, where was it? it? Was in where it was in the Olympics this year? Or, the oh, Summer Olympics? No, the summer the previous ones. Was it China? Uh, Japan? I don't know. When I wasn't selected, I just stopped watching. You know, he's I mean? like, "Fuck the Olympics! They <laughs> no. don't want me. I'm out." I love them. I love them. I do actually love the Olympics. I used to collect um, every Olympic. 
uh, I would collect every sports page and save them in my room growing up as a little kid with, with the dream of one day being a part of them. And then when I got to start training at the Olympic Training Centers, I was like looking back on my childhood bedroom and all those sports pages that and were you, lined to the ceiling. Wait, so you wild. manifested winning the gold. Did you know it was going to be roller hockey or were you just in general like, I'm going to win a gold medal? Once I realized I was mad good at being a goalie, I was like, I think I, I want to reach the highest level. And for me, the Olympics is the highest level because every four years you can shoot your shot and it's only every four years to shoot your shot against the, be- the against the world. the world yeah exactly but not even like like local teams is there there isn't like a national roller hockey fucking league is there there is now i mean like i haven't been in the game for a while like right. since i moved to chicago and started doing comedy but after i left now there's it's global like there's a there's like a team USA that is like playing in Germany right now. That's great. It's it's really cool. And then they do still, I believe, get to train at the Olympic training centers like we did. Were you always cool. athletic growing up? Were, was that were you always yeah. physical? Are you? Yeah, yeah. Because um, Cause I know you're from St. Louis. Yeah, originally. Shout out. Shout, Shout out. out. STL. Love Nelly. Love the arch. Love what? the pizza. Yeah. Nelly. Nelly's a little hot topic right now too. Why? What happened with Nelly? What? My guy. What happened with Nelly? Did you hear about what happened with Nelly Kentron? That looks like he doesn't know. I think I've seen the story. Which one? Today. Yes. Something about a sex tape. Yes. Nelly has a sex tape. Yes. Ding 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 no ding. No way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> apparently, Nelly. From what I heard, his phone got hacked, and a sex video was leaked, and it was posted on his social or something. It got leaked onto his own social media. Yes. <laughs> from what I heard, I don't know. I might be playing telephone a little bit, but that's what I hear, dude. But shout out to STL, dog. I'm, he's shout going out to Nelly. Da- I hope the sex tape's great, and I hope it does well for him. He's going down, down, baby. <laughs> so um, you were always as- athletic. Yeah. And was it roller hockey, or was it all sports? Uh, basketball. I was a great point guard. I could shoot threes all day. And then in soccer, I was a real good, like, left fullback because I have a real good left foot. But then once I found hockey, it was over, and I was just playing in the backyard, playing in the back of church, playing on the rink, you know, 5 a.m. to 5 p.m., and then go do homework and hey. come back. This is as a kid. So, yeah. so how were you as a student? Were you a good student, or did like hockey occupy your mind too much, and you just wanted to get out and play? Uh, I've I've strived my whole life to be an overachiever in everything <laughs> I do. I think I think like I got one life, so I want to use it to see how far I can go. I think I saw Maslow's pyramid too early in my life about sex, self, sex actualization, self actualization is like the top of that pyramid, and I was like, man, I need to become the best me I can be, otherwise. I'm uh, I'm gonna fail with this with this shot at life. That's how I feel, and it's not healthy, but it's how I live. How did you? Well, are you? How did you get? You have siblings? I have a younger brother named Matthew who he got his like doctorate right after college, and now he's working in special education. So you guys seem to like both be just like overachievers trying to accomplish this. Shout out to the parents for shout out to Stephen Wendy Wendy with an I. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they were they just so as a student, you were a good student. But like, did your yeah. report, kind of, like, my report got said talks too much. I mean, I got good grades, but I was like, you know, we're out here fucking creatives and being loud and annoying. Yeah, well, but I mean, like, I don't know. You you seem, like, so smart and so hardworking, too. Like, just because we, like, might get high, I, I feel like we're overachievers in that stoner kind of propaganda bullshit. So, I, you don't, you strike me as someone whose school was probably real easy for, but you had, as soon as you found your lane, you were like, all right, let's, 
fucking go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cannabis. Exactly. Real young. Real young and real good at talking. Like keeping people's attention <laughs> with a smile and a fucking smoke, you and know? A fat blunt. Yeah. And still being able to function. <laughs> exactly. So were you like, because you were athletic growing up. Yeah. You were... As we learned, an overachiever, you wanted to accomplish anything. Were you destined to be a professional athlete? Is that what you wanted as a kid? Were you like, I'm going to be a professional athlete? Yeah, I thought so until, um, like, I was also really good at ice hockey, but roller hockey was a little bit more accessible for me. It wasn't as cold either. And it wasn't as cold. (laughs) Uh, But I will say shout out to Pat Maroon, who won a Stanley Cup with the Blues and then another two with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, playing with him was a dream, and now he's got three cups in three years. Wait, he was a teammate? Yeah, yeah. Growing up? Pat Maroon, dude. He was a fucking amazing. In roller hockey or ice in ice hockey? Oh, uh, roller, you... and then he was so good that they ice just... just was like, we Easy. got you now. Yeah, it was great. What? And now he's a fucking Stanley Cup champ. Half of his hand is filled with rings. Like, it's cool. It's really cool. What? Do you ever think about, like... If I, like, pursued it, I could have... Uh... No, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. I'm 5'9 and quick as shit on the ice, but uh, the way the game is now, to be frank, like, it's six foot or they're six big motherfuckers, big motherfuckers on ice. who can do the splits. Like, they take up the whole net, and they're fast as hell, and they're monsters up top. Like, I was the dude who's, like, like Spider-Manning out there. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, quick. Ta, 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 ta. You could catch them. Yeah, like, strong glove, but when it came to, like, being able to do the splits and be 6'2", I mean, you couldn't cover as do? much as they could. Exactly. How would you find being a goalie? Was that something? Because what I saw, what I learned, what I read, is with the last name Glazer <laughs> and your love for donuts. Yes, sir. You kind of look like a donut yeah. growing up. Yeah, I was a fat fuck. <laughs> I was a fat fuck, man. I was that dude who like put the ice cream out early before dinner so it was soft enough for after dinner. Fat fuck, man, you know? But then you get put in the goalie net because you're too slow to skate and out of shape. And then, you know, Mighty Ducks Goldberg comes along and you're like, oh quack. man, I have somebody to look up to. Quack. 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 Yo, if yeah. you, yeah. Flying V. We got it. The V formation, dude. Yeah. Fucking shout out to the late 1900s. Love it. The movies were great. Yeah, I appreciated Goldberg. I found someone who I could, like, look up to. And then when Goldberg made it to Team USA in, like, I think the third Mighty Ducks movie, I was like, I can do this if the movie can. So, you know. So, because usually when you grow up playing sports and you're athletic, cannabis isn't usually something that you're into or you're around or you do. How did cannabis enter your life, being an Olympic champion and playing roller hockey? Hold up, my mic. Oh, it's right there. Oh, or I'll drop Whatever. my seat. You're fine. There we go. Um, so here's the thing, man. Uh, not a lot of drugs growing up, but I've smoked weed since like 14. And once we got into the lane of like Olympic testing and stuff like that, it really fucked me up because I loved practicing high. Makes it a video game. Everything slows down. Yeah. You can get in that pocket so easy. Get in the zone. Get in the zone. I was kind of like. You said 14? Yeah, smoking weed at 14. Was it with like a teammate or was it with family? No, dude, I'm a loner, man. I like, I'm alone a lot. So you just got weed by yourself and smoked it by yourself? Yeah, is that sad or is that relatable? I, I just, for a 14 year old to be able to find weed by yourself, like. Oh, because, you know, I'm around, I'm around men my whole life. Like, <laughs> so the thing is, I'm like, I'm on a, I'm a, every hockey team I was on was with men. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 
I'm like 13, 14, 15. Playing with adults. Playing with adults. And like we'd go to Vegas for some crazy tournament and all of them would get a limo and a shitload of blow. And I'd be back in the hotel room like watching TV while they're living the Vegas lifestyle. So it wasn't hard to get anything I wanted. I was just real cautious about it because I, I had aspirations. Uh, but weed, I, I I mean, it just made me feel good. And then once drug testing came along, I had to quit. So how'd you find how'd you find weed? Were you curious? Was it you read about it? Did you see your friend smoking weed? Like that's a good question. I don't know who I saw with it first, but I, I remember an older dude in high school showing me how to break it up and get rid of the seeds and stems. Okay. Because I didn't know that you couldn't smoke seeds. Uh-huh. And so I really appreciated that instead of going in <laughs> and, like, tip. sparking something in here and that pop. Yeah, and you didn't have Google back then when you were smoking weed. <laughs> exactly. We didn't have videos. We didn't have influencers. I put them in quotation marks telling you how to smoke weed. We should talk about that sometime. Talk about what? We Influencer ta- shit? What about it? I mean, how do you, what do you call term. Yeah, but what do you call yourself? A host? Word. The I, highest host? The highest host. You are. I'm, I mean, when I was... Creating, I don't even want to say creating content. When I was posting on MySpace and Facebook and now Instagram, it was just me posting my life, being a bud tender, doing these events, smoking weed. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get paid doing this. It was like, this is who I am. Here's my Instagram. Look, I'm here smoking weed in the hotel. And then having the podcast in 2009, I just learned how to market. I mean, you we, we spoke about this. I just learned how to market and create... A lane. So influencers, it's cool that there's a lane for content creators to make a living off of, yeah. but they got to realize that that's not the only way. And the they, word makes you cringe. I hate the term influencer. You hate it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not out here trying to influence anybody. Thank you. I think that's the problem with it. It takes and the power away from the people who are really who are, trying to be. Right. Like yeah. if somebody fucks with you, thank you so much. But I'm not here to tell you yeah, what I'm, to do with that fuck around. I'm just Come here on. like this is my personal experiences, my personal opinion. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just telling you my experiences and what I do. Yeah. I, so I hate the term influencer. You're an, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'll, if I influence you to get higher, cool. But like I ain't trying to do anything else. You like you don't <laughs> and, like the term and, influencer? Uh, no, I because I think it it's too one way. And I I think that where the way we live now, everything is so back and forth. Like you can. You, like, we linked up, but it was through fucking social media and shit, and then we met, like, five years later. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think Influencer feels too one-directional for the way that things really work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like well, it. Yeah, I hate when, when like, someone's like, I want to be an influencer, or, or I'm an influencer. I'm just like, no, dude. Yeah. Weird. No. What are you, mayor? <laughs> you running for mayor, dog? <laughs> I didn't have about? that. <laughs> so, um... So you just had it at 14. How did you smoke it? Like, do you knew how to smoke it at 14 when you got it? Was it There like was a dude. $10? Would, so I don't want to name names, but there no, was a dude in high school who was the plug for all of it. Like, you know, the vegetable and fruit drawers in a fridge? They were filled with fucking pounds. So, you know, he had uh, he had that, like, he had that uh, basement fridge, that garage fridge, just filled with pounds of different right. shit. And him and his pops we're moving it around St. Louis, and he was in my high school. He was also, well, I don't want to say too much more detail. Right. Um, but he was the guy. This was like 20 years ago. You're and fine. So, yeah, I know, but like, he was the guy. I don't know who he is now. I don't know where he's at. <laughs> he could be working in the CIA, and his life could be fine, and then one day it's over. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so they were the ones, and so we would get all our weed from them, uh, and when, then we would hang out with them and listen to a bunch of music that I wasn't really feeling. And uh, But that's how I learned to smoke. And then the first thing I had was, fuck, what's it called? A Zeppelin? It was some kind of like metal thing and you screw the, you smoke it this way. Uh-huh. But you have to unscrew, but you have to screw it. So it was like a one-hitter. A one-hit thing, yeah. Like a, yeah. But it was metal 
And yeah, and that was it. And then I got into glass pipes because I love how they changed color and I loved cleaning it. The ritual of cleaning a pipe is so pleasing. So it's just been, it was kind of game over from jump, you know? So the first time you smoked weed, it was out of a pipe. Out of a pipe. Yeah. Uh, the worst experience was the first time I hit that two liter of Sprite gravity bomb. Ooh. Man. Was that, it, was it like in a bucket or in a tub? It was in a fucking five gallon bucket. bucket. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Pull it up, smash it down, puke cheese. It's all over the Ooh, yard. Well, the weed was probably wasn't the best. Where was this at? Uh, not St. Louis. Yeah. 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 That's like that was my, that was the first time I was ever so high that I was like, Oh, uh Oh, uh, <laughs> can I, can I crash here? You know, <laughs> how old were you when you did that? Uh, what would that be around 16, 17, something like that. Okay. I kept it tight, man. I'm a nervous dude. You know? I keep, I, if I find something I really like, like that glass pipe or this J or anything, I just do that until I'm over it and then I'll move on. Like my, the whole drive here, I listen to one song over and over. Stop I just like it. one thing at a time. Stop it. No. <laughs> yeah. And what song was that? Uh, I, it's called Atwa by System of a Down. Okay. It's like, la, 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 Yeah. And I just had it on repeat. Yeah. Well, um, that's, that's kind of crazy. But it's cool because System of a Down is an amazing band. And we actually got to experience them uh, last week in L.A. I think their last concert. Yeah. There was the last tour date. Long time coming, man. Now they're on their world tour. Are they going going to go around the world now? Got to be. I'm assuming. I I thought they just finished it. Oh, was this the end of the tour? I think this was the end because it got rescheduled. It kept getting postponed and rescheduled because of the COVID issues. So this was a rescheduling of the last tour date that they had. So real talk, how did it feel when Shavo wrote thank you for coming, brother, in the comments of your post? Listen, dude, it's just just knowing that Shavo is a Grammy award-winning, world-renowned bassist, musician that, like, people go crazy. And he's so humble and chill and just a regular-ass dude who's just like your homie. Like, he'll hit me up to be like, yo, let, and like... Just shoot the shit And yeah. I'm like Who Who? What the fuck is going on right <laughs> My like high school self Is like Who the fuck is, Are you right now Adam Like yeah. Shavo's hitting you up It's cool Yeah dude It's crazy Yeah I what? mean he He invited me to the concert That's amazing Yeah he's the one that said Yo I got you and your lady Just pull up I was like what I didn't even have to Like I didn't even have to ask Dude that's how crazy it is I hate asking too Same I hate it. Not a reacher outer No In the words of Action I, I, I'd like to support You know what I'm saying If my, if my friend drops a, a wheat strain And they're charging $70 an eighth Look I'm gonna go And I'll buy your eighth But I won't buy another one Cause I'm not spending $70 on an eighth of wheat Right But I'll support you Cause you're my friend 100% Yeah man. 100%. That's how. On that, oh, what was the first thing you smoked out of? We didn't even talk about that yet. What's your story? Uh, my first thing was a, a plastic bong. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, they've heard my story. It's not about me. It's about you right now, Mike. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good at deflection as well. <laughs> I've smoked out of everything. My first time was a, a, a plastic bong, and I've smoked out of everything since then, and I have a preference now, and my preference is mixing it with an, another amazing plant that gets a lot of shit. Four, and that is uh, actual tobacco. The whole world consumes t- uh, tobacco uh, for centuries. A lot of cultures consume it. Shamans use it in their rituals. It just got a bad rap because America likes to make things worse and make it uh, disgusting and bad. Yeah. But, you know, tobacco has a great masculine energy and cannabis has a great feminine energy. So when you mix those two energies together and consume it, I feel like you get the full potential, the whole entourage effect of the plant. That's gorgeous. That's like spiritually deep, 
Stop Logically it. sensible. Now that's cool, man. I really appreciate <laughs> What's that. What's your favorite way to smoke? <laughs> Just like a fucking joint. I don't. I, how you? How, how am I going to follow <laughs> the duality of mankind? Because well, bloods get so much <laughs> shit, dude. Like. Bloods get so much shit, people, because everyone smokes these whack ass tobacco plants, dude. Yeah, it's like processed tobacco. It's like buying for. It's like saying IKEA sells the best furniture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're the cheapest. Everyone has it, but they're not the best. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel with a lot of the tobacco products out there. Just because it's available and it's cheap doesn't mean it's the best. And once you find good leaves and you understand that, th- just like cannabis, dude, there's different strains of cannabis. There's different strains of tobacco. There's land races. You got the Mexican tobacco. You have the Guatemalan, the Nicaragua, the fucking uh, you smoke cigars? Connecticut. No, no. You don't. That's like, that's where it stops. Because there's I no mean, mix. I just would rather... Smoke green instead yeah, of brown, dude. I got you. <laughs> wow, I didn't know there was all that. I didn't know it was. Yeah, there's like different strain specific. Yeah, there's way. different tobaccos out there too. Of course, there is. Dude. I don't know. But so let's let's get back. Look, it's enough about me, dude. It's your. It's about you right now, Mike. So look, you're growing up. You're yeah. athletic. Yeah. You're you find weed at 14. You smoking it. You're chilling. What? You think Nelly has a little bandaid on his dick? Oh my god! Oh my god! Like right to the left of the where? Like, like, <laughs> like at the base yeah. shaft? Like maybe so? Left yeah. side or right side? Oh, I think is it right gonna side. match? Is it gonna, gonna match man. where his bandaid is? It has to. Is it like a bandaid because he nicked it for manscaping, or a bandaid <laughs> just for style? Use code Adamil at Manscaped oh twenty percent off. Please mention Nelly for another ten. Bro, I used to use the term Manscaped forever, and I was a fucking company. That's horrible, dude. <laughs> It's crazy. It's like Xerox is known for a fucking copying machine. Yeah. Give me a Xerox. No, it's actually a copy, dog. Do people still use Xerox machines or just emails? Know. Somebody, I'm, I might be the last person in the world who has a printer at home. I'm like, you know, keeping shit. Well, you're a writer. Like I would think you like. Yeah. You write a lot. A lot. What's your process? Uh, long walks with a joint, with headphones in, but no music. Let it all flow. Come well, home, what? jot it all down, and then go talk it out on stage. So headphones, nothing on. Nothing on. Do you just li- so you just listen to yourself. Yep. Because exactly. that gives you that. Yeah, hmm. but the headphones help me like dial in my thoughts so that I can hear them and not be distracted. Are they not, uh, soundproof headphones, like noise cancellation, or are they? I'm just actually like- looking for a brand if you got a suggestion because I, right now I just fuck with the AirPods. But um, AirPods are noise cancellation, right? They're, they're, I don't know, but they fall out a lot because my ears and aren't this right shape. I guess. What? <laughs> are you wearing them right? Oh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're not applying them right, dude. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, like long walks, headphones in, no music with a joint and this like think shit out. Get distracted enough that my subconscious can take over and, you know, do the work for me. Make and then, it easy. And then you take these thoughts, put them on paper and then you formulate them on stage. Yeah, because like once they're on paper, it's math, right? You just got to come up with the f- initial creativity, and then you can use logic and mathematics to structure those creative thoughts in a way that can be delivered to the public. So, but you can't do the math first. You got to do the creative first so that the math can like work itself out. Are you good at math? Uh, no, no, no. Only word math, like joke math, shit like that. Math, what is, what math is- itself is so intimidating that I uh, tried to bribe my high school math teacher with twenty dollars to give me an A because it was my worst grade. Stop it. I- I taped a $20 bill to the back of my math test, and I was like, hey, man, let me know. What, what did he do? Did he just, he... like, gave it back to me with an F on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you learn that? Man, I, did, I just tried. <laughs> he I, said, <laughs> you try to bribe your teacher with $20? 
Oh my god, dude! Did he laugh at least? Or yeah, was... yeah, he laughed because like you know, he, were we you were you funny? Were you like class clown in high school? Did you win superlative? No, were you super like super serious, super quiet, super reserved? But you get me in a mix with people I trust, and I I'd come out of my shell. So if someone, if a fellow classmate, uh, what was your mascot? The Lions. Vikings. The Vikings. So if a fellow Viking uh, were to explain Mike Glazer in high school, uh-huh. would they be like, oh, he was like the quiet kid that just was serious about schoolwork? Or? Uh, short, fat, quiet kid who was real serious but was real funny once you got to know him. Okay. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, and then that transitioned into... Uh, dude who had like bleach blonde tips and a puka shell necklace and worked at Spencer Gifts till he got fired for stealing tongue rings. Stop it! Like no. you know, you go through all those identities, Did man. You have a chain wallet too. No, I never pulled out a chain. <laughs> never pulled a chain. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! But you know. So how did like you transition from, you know, being athletic and and being on this journey to get a gold medal, dude. Yeah. To being a comedic writer. Like, how does... What, what was the... break? What was it? Was someone like, yo, I need a script and you just wrote something? Or did you apply uh, for something? Because you wrote for some pretty amazing people, dude. Yeah, I've gotten to write some cool shit for some people. And it, and it got less. John Stewart, Chris Rock, Robert De Niro, Paul Rudd, Billy Crystal. <laughs> Is this real? Yeah, it's real. This, this but is, that was all for one show. Like yeah, that was all that, the, for the show. That show. Got... That's not even the whole career. That's one show, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's been cool, man. Especially LA. Like LA is where a lot of my dreams have come true. Moving here changed my life. And I mean, you were also ways. on TV too, dude. Yeah. You yeah. were you were on a TV show where you almost won. Got close. I mean, would you want the title of Worst Cook in America? Like, what, what is that? No, but I just put on my Instagram today, my knife just broke from Worst Cooks. What? We signed with a cookbook agent uh, for Weed and Grow, our podcast with Mary Jane Gibson, and we're going to start, we have a meeting that, yeah. on uh, Thursday, and I was like working on a recipe, and my Worst Cook knife broke, and I was like, what a sign oh. that like we were getting to make a cookbook and my Worst Cook shit is no more. It felt cool. It felt like That was a, a knife you used on the show. Yeah, totally. So you were on Worst Cooks America, and you almost won. Yeah. But you created an amazing dessert that some chefs really enjoyed, right? What? Uh, Your donut? On the show? Oh, yeah. I won the donut challenge, and my last name's Glazer. Come on. Come on, dude. <laughs> and the donut was something I'd probably make, because I make that shit in a cereal bowl. Hell, yeah. Cinnamon it, Toast Crunch, right? Cinnamon, the best cereal, hands down. You can't even argue that. No, there's no argument about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No doubt. But what I do is I'll, bowl, I'll pour a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and then I'll put some Chips Ahoy cookies in the bowl Ooh. with milk Ooh. because the cookies will start to get soft and then when you eat the cookie with the cereal the chocolate chips stay hard and it's just like you get the crunchy cereal cinnamon chocolatey cake cookie that's delicious bro it's are you a 2% guy I'm, I'm an oat milk you're an oat milk boy that's what's up <coughs> oh, that's really nice yeah I don't use uh, dairy milk much anymore Same. unless it's already in cheese or a dessert that I can't control that looks really amazing. I wish that Oreo would work with Cinnamon Toast Crunch to make a Cinnamon Toast Crunch cream filling. That, because to me, Oreo cream is like the perfect dessert milk. Like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That dude. would be a dream come What's true. your favorite munchie? What's your like go-to munchie? Man, Twix. Twix? Twix and Reese's Pieces. Twix Ooh. by itself, just by themselves? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I'm having a sad day, I'll go get that four pack. Shout out left Twix, fuck right Twix, <laughs> and just like, you know. Do you have a uh, like a creative munchie, like your favorite, that like you've taken snacks and put something on? Popcorn, man, I could eat 
a hundred pounds of popcorn a day. It's sometimes that's all I eat. Regular popcorn? Straight up, yeah, with the elote seasoning from Trader Joe's. Um yeah, and just some salt. I love popcorn. Is is popcorn what's popcorn considered? Corn? Is corn what is, is it a vegetable? That's a good question. What is corn? You're I a chef, know. right? Did you go to culinary school? I did. What is corn though? Is corn a vegetable? Does that make popcorn a vegetable? It's not a root vegetable because it's not underground. It's, it's, is uh, it is it a er is it a is it a grain? Corn? Cornmeal? It's a spice. It's a spice. Corn spice. <laughs> yeah, it's a spice. Corn's a spice. Got to be a spice, man. Right? Yeah. I would say so. It's like... So popcorn's just like a spice snack. Yeah, it's like a thick spice. It's a spice, dude. <laughs> Corn spice. Get it today. We'll bottle it up. Uh-huh. Put it under your arms. Oh, my God. So, uh, so back to uh, how did you go from... Uh, being an athlete into writing, dude, because you, you uh, did write for a lot of amazing people. Okay, so once we won the gold medal, uh, I went back to the Olympic Training Center, and I we were training for the European Championships, and my hip popped. And I was oh, like, oh, what? what the fuck? But luckily, I'm at the Olympic Training Center. Like, who's going to be better at medical stuff than a place where the best athletes in the world are, like, the country is riding on their backs? And they looked at my hip, and they were like, homie, I would call this one. I think you probably need surgery. I go back to St. Louis. Uh, they link me with one of the best uh, hip surgeons in the world. He looks at it and he's like, actually, you do need surgery. They popped my hip out of the socket, shaved the sides of my hip bone <gasps> down, got all this scar tissue out, put my hip back in its socket and stapled me shut. And then I had to lay in bed for like a month with embolism stockings on and a motion machine moving my leg back and forth so that my leg wouldn't fucking fall off. So I was like, I think I'm done with hockey. Yo, I'm so delicate right now. Like, I think I'm yeah. a faint, dude. Yeah, it was gnarly, dude. Ugh. There's pictures of my shit, and my leg is like you got five times swollen. And how did that happen? Um, because I made a save, and my my body was just like like a, like my chef's knife that broke. You know, the it body just, said, just gets sorry. tired, man. Yeah. Oh I've been playing my since god. I was, you know, I'd been playing since I was like seven. I went through puberty. I did it all, and then won a gold medal. And then my hip was like. I think we're good, man. And you're like, all right, I got a gold medal. I'm cool. Yeah. I, I accomplished what I wanted to and had to move on. Had to move on. Had to move on. I mean, I didn't have a choice. It was devastating. It fucked me up for a long time because my whole identity was wrapped up in being a hockey, hockey. goalie. And when that disappears, I didn't know who I was anymore. And I had to really figure it out. And it, it, it was fucked up. It was fucked up. And then you dug deep and you just transitioned and started writing thoughts down or what, while you were bedridden? What? Um... No, I, I, I'm i trying to, uh, I don't know how I've found, comp oh, Weird Al. I, I, I was listening to fucking so much Weird Al, and he made me laugh so much, and I started, like, I saw him live in concert. It was, like, my <laughs> second concert ever. He came out in that fat suit for Michael Jackson. You're right. I lost my mind, and uh, I just became the just biggest comedy fan. Just eat it. And, like, comedy spoke to me so deep in my fucking bones that I, I had to try it. And because I didn't have hockey anymore, there was no reason not to go for it. And and then I moved to Chicago and got some cool jobs, met some great people, and fell into the theater scene there, working at Second City and shit. So, yeah, it was like a hard transition, but um, but I'm real thankful for it. And I think comedy is was the only way I could have figured out who I was too. You know what I mean? Like once you're not a goalie anymore, and that's your whole identity, I don't know how to express myself. And comedy helped me figure it out. That's awesome, dude. Comedy saved saved the life, gave you something to do, dude. Yeah. What was like, like what the, do you do? What was the first like? Gig where you're like, okay, this is like, this is serious. I'm out here. I'm gonna be a comedic writer. 
here in LA or in Chicago just or first ever? In life, like where you're like, this is what I'm going to do. You want to hear what it is? It was crazy. I would love to. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm in my last year of college. I'm going to roll another blunt too. Is that cool. okay? Do you want to try this Alaska weed just uh, to see what it's like or do you not smoke off someone else's? I usually don't smoke okay, off someone bet. else's. I got other Alaska weed for you. But what do you mean? Like you got it straight from Alaska? Yeah, I was just headlining there and they hooked it up. And it's I had to try it on air. If I was going to come here, I had to try something fresh. How is, is it the Alaskan Thunderfuck? Uh, I don't know, but it's from a place called Enlighten. Shout out Enlighten in Alaska. If you, you ever know, go up there, fuck with them. Alaska is the first state to actually legalize cannabis before California. And like years ago, right? Like in the 70s. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I learned that on Haikyuu. Fucking cool. Nice. Everyone check it out. Coming in March. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, if y'all don't know, uh, Mike Glazer was one of the contestants on a game show. I don't know if I spoke about it on the podcast yet, but we hosted. I hosted a new game show coming out called High Q. There's a new game show out called High Q where I hosted. Mike Glazer was an amazing contestant uh, with his co-host, Mary Jane Gibson of Weed and Grub, which is an amazing podcast you guys should also check out. Start with Adam's up. Yeah, I was on the episode. I was on one of the episodes. They've toured. They've been the South by Southwest. They've been... Look, look, Mike's been in Rolling Stone. He writes for fucking Netflix. He writes for all sorts <laughs> of motherfucking platforms, dude. Like, there's so much about this this guy right here. We barely got an hour, but we're making it happen, dude. We're making it happen. So, um, how was Alaska? That place is... Probably the best state in our country. What is I it? love it. I will. I would live there if I could live there. I love Alaska, man. Was it it's, cold? It's freezing cold. <laughs> I'm out. Nobody checks any IDs. Everyone's off the grid. Just cash only. Don't worry about what my social security number is. I'm busy. Like, it's just freedom, man. They believe. It's not even red state, blue state shit, even though I know it's a red state. It is like, you do you. I'll do me and we'll respect each other or we'll have issues and we'll work them out. Like, it's freedom. They believe in freedom and I love to Did you there. see any moose? I did see moose walking through a gas station at night too. Like well, that's what down I the hear. Street. They're just like wild. They're just like walking around and they're like in neighborhoods and shit. And they're yeah, huge, man. dude. Yeah, they are massive. I've never I seen know. one in real life. I want to see one, dude. Hey, everyone on Twitch, if you got the Alaska plug and you want to see Adam come up there, um, hook it up because he I should was go supposed to, to go. I was supposed to go to Alaska a couple years ago for a weed event. But it got canceled. Really? So I never made it. Let's figure it out and get up there. But I would love to, like, go to Alaska. It's one of them states I've always wanted to visit, dude. I love moose. I used to be in a crew called Moose Crew. Really? my name was Coos Moose because I love couscous. Dude, fire. That's kind of fire. I don't think I've ever told anyone that ever, dude. That's, like, an exclusive. The loose moose couscous? Coos Moose. Coos Moose. Coos Moose instead of couscous. There's a festival up there called Before You Die Fest, is which is how we got up there the first time with our podcast. Next time it happens, i got to link you so that you can do the highest host up there and bring your podcast to Anchorage. Because yeah. real talk, that it's a great comedy festival, and they would love to have you there. I'm not a comedian. They do podcasting. All you got to do is okay. hang out and chat with people and smoke weed. It's the easiest thing in the world. It sounds like regular. I'm going to roll up some of this <laughs> A18 brands real quick while we do Let's it. See that. So, um... Oh, nice. So what was the, I think the question was oh, yeah, the first, comedy the first com- com- where you're like, this is like, here, let, let me, let me rephrase the question and then I'll give you a two-parter. What was the first paycheck you got? What was the first gig you got for comedy? And then what was the first gig where you're like, oh shit, I can actually make a career out of this. Okay. That's a good, better That's one. a really good question. I like question. that one. Because they're two yeah. different things, right? Two different questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like one thing is like some, a chunk of change and the other one is like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, damn. The first paycheck I ever got was, in comedy, was um, 
probably working for Second City Chicago, which is this big improv comedy sketch theater. Like Chris Farley came out of there. It's like Colbert, a UCB Tina kind of thing. Pitt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bill Murray came out of there. All these people came out of there, and I got to assist. That sounds a lot of good names right there, dude. Oh uh, man, it was an honor because I got to assistant direct their main stage, their 100th main stage show. It was a big award-winning show, and I assistant directed it. And I, d- I poured my fucking heart and soul in that. I slept at the theater. I, like, lived for that place. And it changed my life. And at the end of it, um, they gave me, like, this really cool hoodie. And they gave me a fucking paycheck. And they never had paid an assistant director what they paid me because they were like, dude, you live for this shit and the show is better for it. Here's a fucking, let me cut you a real paycheck. And I still have it. And it says Second City Chicago on it. And I, like, I don't even know if I cash it. I might have been, like too scared to lose it you know what i mean it was like really cool really cool so that was my first one that's fucking awesome and you felt you're like oh my god they appreciate my fucking hard work yeah i see my pay you're like oh i could actually turn up my passion into a paycheck exactly and i will say this is like name droppy but i was there at the time that tim robinson was there shout out to netflix i think you should leave and sam richardson they did the review before i started working there and one of my like big heroes from our uh, review was a guy named Tim Baltz who's on Righteous Gemstones right now. He is uh he's like real blonde. He has an earring in his ear. Drinks a lot of milk on the show, and Ew. he he was like one of the breakout stars of that uh, review. So it was a really cool crew to kind of get my comedy chops with. Yeah, and then get paid for it. What a dream! Yeah, man. You're like hell yeah, dude. Yeah, you went, that's cool. Yeah, how do you do this with one hand? I if if, if you're <laughs> not on the Twitch stream, get on the Twitch stream because not only is Adam Hill listening to me babble, but he's rolling a blunt with one hand, closing a bag with another, uh, and checking get, two phones. I'm like opening you to get more. I'm a, I'm a professional dude. Please. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm actually getting more weed because the blunt was too small for my liking. <laughs> so I had to reopen the childproof bag with one hand because I'm not using a tray or a table, even though I got one right next to me because I'm just you know we out know. I'm a professional I'm sorry I don't know how else to say it ain't nobody else like me Truly, and I put I it out there the look shit. and I, I claim it all the time I'm like yes you can do shit but look I'm out here rolling blunts with fucking one hand while opening weed that has a childproof while interviewing Mike Glazer on the podcast dude it's regular I'm a professional smoker I'm sorry hey I didn't know you're recording what's up baby <laughs> listen dude <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so what was like the big moment the, the like oh yes moment for you man i i two of them i would say one of them was when um i got to do that buzzfeed series hi guys and the very first video that we did after the casting video was where they surprised me with that sloth and then next thing i know there's like 30 million views of that fucking video and i'm on the thumbnail on youtube and they're like yo we want to start making a bunch of videos around you smoking weed and then two videos later i got to meet fucking snoop and smoke with him and that's, that's like when bu- i was like that's what like the bucket fuck? yes right yeah. <laughs> smoke with snoop yeah, at his like, compound that's like stoner boner moments it is stoner yeah. boner yeah yeah man. And, and like, I think I spoke about that on your podcast. Stoner boner moments. Stoner boner moments. Yeah. What was yours? First one. First one. I know you've had so many. Uh, my first stoner boner. I mean, there's been a lot of. I mean, I smoked with Snoop Dogg. That was a great achievement. What about I mean, Seth? Cheech and Chong was great too. Seth. He's elusive for me. I, I haven't. I want to kick it with him. I haven't uh, smoked with Seth. I, I. I have. I have. I'm a little like irked mm. by Seth. Go in. Let's go. Well, the thing is, is like. I get flagged a lot on social media and get pages deleted for whatever content I post, be it cannabis or not. 
And then you got someone like Seth Rogen or, or any other big celebrity that's now trying to capitalize in this community, in this culture. And they can say, oh, I got weed out. Go buy my weed. It's available here. And they get nothing, dude. Right. No type of repercussions on their page. And it's like, how, why, what? Like, I don't get it. And his weed's not even that good. You don't like houseplant. I don't, I, I won't like it. <laughs> Unless the check is there, I won't like it. No, I'm just playing. Um, I mean, they white label, right? I'm not sure they're not growing their own. and they're. Uh, like, I know they just left their white label company, exactly. so I don't know what they fuck so with now. Maybe their and next I'm not going to name the white label company. Maybe their next batch is going to be better, but like, that's what the thing is about. That's the thing I don't like is a lot of these celebrities will come in and just put their name on some weed and not do any like R&D and... Wonder why their shit sucks or why they're not selling. Where you have someone like Shavo who yeah. is like invested and involved, and he goes to the grows and he looks at the genetics and he like R and D's. How do I know he R and D's? Because he makes he like gives me shit. Be like, what do you think of our new things? Tell me what you want. I don't want to yeah. put trash out there. So like that's someone that like cares. Whereas someone else would be like, yeah, here here's my name, here's my likeness. Here, just give me my check, dude. I don't care. I don't think that's what Seth Rogen is doing. I I think there's other people. I would be hard. I would I would I would be shocked if he's just like cut me my check. You, there's no way. He's man. busy making ashtrays. Those are dope ashtrays. Oh, <laughs> you tell me you want one. I, I want one of those. I I bought one of them. I bought his car lighter. Oh my god. I know. We we don't we don't we don't see eye to eye on this and one. But he, I'm glad you speak truth. Yo, thank you. I forgot. Like shout out to my chat. We got live chat right now on Twitch. He also claimed he created Pineapple Express. Whoa, really? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, whoa. Yeah. Hmm. He said, look, yeah, he did claim that. I remember that, that was like a month or two ago. It came out where he said he created it. Instead of saying, he should have been like, I popularized it. Sure. Or like, we made it worldwide, not I created Pineapple Express. Yeah, because you're wrong. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, All right. Anyways, shout out to Seth Rogen. We love you, Doc. Thanks for making the cannabis culture worldwide, baby. And keep the movies up. <laughs> Where's my camera at? <laughs> the sound clip is keep the movies up. Yeah. Real well said, man. Keep the movies going. <laughs> if you need a real if you need some real smokers in your next stoner flick, you know where to go, baby. Look, we out here. We yeah, hundred percent. I would love to do that. <laughs> we, we would be great at like two cops in Pineapple in like Pineapple Express 2. Come on. Pineapple awesome. Expresser? Expresser. And then we can say we created Strawberry Cough. Like, it'll be awesome. Oh, yeah. I'll say I created OG Kush, and then everyone will, like, try to kill me. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. So that's... That's uh, So, yeah, Hi Guys. BuzzFeed Hi Guys was the first, like, thing where I was like, oh, man, I get to combine my two favorite things, weed and comedy, and I get paid for it, and it's, like, helping me in my career. How fucking dope is that? I feel so thankful. And then um, that stopped, and I just started leaning into stand-up, and then, like, I've had some cool shit happen recently in stand-up that I'm real proud of, so, you know, I want to keep that up as well. Who's been, like, the, like, the, oh, shit celebrity that you've written for that you were like, oh my God, dude. Because I see you've done a lot of skits with a lot of, like the the name, I don't want to like name drop, but like the list just never ends. You, John Mayer, right? Like, Oh, well, he was the host on the Late Late Show with, with Craig Ferguson before Corden took over. Yeah. And I was working in that shift from Ferguson to Corden, and he was one of the guest hosts. And you were writing for all and of so them. And so I was writing for That's all the I'm guest saying, hosts. That's what I'm saying, Doc. Who's been like a crazy person? You're like, damn, I can't believe the words I write are coming out of this person's mouth. 
Um, probably. <laughs> That's a good way, right? Yeah, it is. It's so crazy though, dude. <laughs> I honestly probably De Niro, man. Like Jeez. that, there was it was a sketch with uh, John Stewart and Billy Crystal, and Bro. Robert De Niro was um, was sitting in his seat, and he was like, "I gotta go, I gotta like, I can't be at this award show." And so John Stewart was like, "Well, can we just get a bunch of takes of you saying different things and getting different reaction shots, and we'll just cut to those reaction shots without you here for the awards." And so we wrote a bunch of reaction shots uh, for him. And oh, like, my God. That so was, I was writing, funny. Yeah. So I was just writing all these things. So, like, uh, Billy Crystal would say, like, one of the things I wrote for the reaction shot. And then, like, Robert De Niro would be like, and, like, do it. <laughs> do it. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell? This is crazy, dude. <laughs> He's like, do it. Yeah. Acting the words that you fucking put on paper. That's crazy. It was crazy. It was cool. I But also, like, those things are, like, written by committee. So, like, yeah, it's not it's like a group I'm, of writers. Yeah. 100%. It's like SNL type of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. you know. But I still. I, I get, I did, yeah, but I get exhausted with people saying that they did it when it's like. You yeah, didn't say, I, I said it. Okay. You didn't say it, but I said it. But. Let me, let me, let me. I just won't correct you. Let, let me fucking. <laughs> Let me preach and praise your accolades Because I don't like saying shit I've done either, dude I, I'm not one of those out here yeah. But if you ask, I'll be like, okay, yeah But I'm not out here gloating and shit 100% But that, that's what I'm here for I'm the host, baby I'll, I'll say it for you, dude Olympic gold medalist uh, Fucking nominated writer yeah. Hell yeah, dude <laughs> it's, it's also, Appreciate you, man It all sounds good, dude it, So um, you also do have an amazing podcast We spoke about a little bit With an awesome co-host, Mary Jane Gibson who uh, was also a contestant, and I've got to work with a couple times for some, with for for a company. Yeah, we don't have to mention him. <laughs> no, we don't. But, but I will <laughs> shout out John Capetta. I love that motherfucker. <laughs> I love John Capetta. Yo, follow John Capetta on Instagram. He's a great follow. His stories over have like always have banging brands in them. Great art. He's sick with fashion. Shout out John Capetta. There you go. I'll let you say it. I love that dude. So uh, how did that manifest? How did that whole podcast start? Because I remember all of a sudden I just saw. It. And everywhere, dude. Like, yeah, it just popped up, and then you guys are like Rolling Stones, South by Southwest, traveling the country, doing these live shows. I was like, damn, these motherfuckers <laughs> out here, they getting it. Yeah, well, I mean, Mary Jane is funny, talented actor, and now she writes for Rolling Stone. As it turns out, after I'm in it, I was like, oh shit, now you're doing that. Hell Good for yeah, you, girl. Uh, and so she and I met through that place because I was doing those BuzzFeed videos. Yeah. And she was like, we should link. Let's get lunch. Like, I'm out here in L.A. You're doing cool shit with BuzzFeed. Let's see what we can do. And that lunch, we hit it off. And I was like, I don't really want to do anything at BuzzFeed with you. And she's like, I don't really want to do anything. Should we just do our own thing? And we started Weed and Grub because I wanted a fucking podcast where I could smoke weed and, like, meet people like yeah. you. Like, that's the best thing about and a podcast. And that's, like, the biggest L.A. thing, too, is, like, yeah. you need, if, especially a comedian or something, like, you need, a like, everyone, all actors. I, I, I think... Dana Carvey and David Spade just started a podcast, dude. The fuck out of here. I'm serious. Where's our, let's go. Like, invite us. Like, <laughs> like, like, it's like an L.A. thing now. Like, oh, yeah, you have a podcast? Yeah, let's make it happen, dude. I've been doing this shit since 2009, bro. So. That's right. Because you, you're, the thing is, you're always ahead of the game. I know we've talked no. about that before, but, like, the game catches up to you. And then you're like, yeah, I'm already here. Like, I, you know what I mean? But. Once it's there, you then continue to be consistent and like grow with it with Twitch. But you, as long as I you've can, you've been doing yeah. this shit like as long as I was playing roller hockey. You've been doing this shit, man. You've been in this game for a long time. Cannabis consuming or cannabis talking, hosting, yeah, yeah. hosting radio. So like the first, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I spoke about cannabis on the radio, actually, where I met Kentra. 
on at uh, at KLSX or yeah KLSX one. We we worked at the radio station together over like it's been like what two years? Twelve. Congrats to you both. Oh, That's awesome. Remember this thing called Hot Talk LA? Hot Talk, yeah. See, I remember stuff like that. <laughs> what is Hot Talk? What hot was it? Ta- hot Talk was this uh, group of podcasters that formed after the radio station flip formats. A lot of like the personalities and workers there created this like podcast network called Hot Talk, where we all just like produced our show for this network. So you just download, you just got the network and got all of our shows. Wow. But this was like 2009, 10. Early. Yeah. Early. But, Dang. Know. And that's the other thing. Like, I know, like, you right? two have stayed together. Something like, like that. You two have fucked with each other that long. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm very loyal. Yes, I can tell. Yeah. For real. Yeah. And he's the, one of the most talented keyboard players I know. And you can name a song and he'll probably be able to do it. Or video game. That's amazing. Like, if you want to trip on mushrooms during Mario Brothers, he can do that oh. shit, too. He can do star. Like, Really? Hold on. He's finding it here. Just star power. God damn. Hey, NPR, bring this over there. I think people would appreciate. uh, Yeah, yeah. People love Ken. I had him on my uh, uh, 420 stream, dude, the five-hour stream. Oh, nice. And he was uh, chilling, playing keys the whole time, just vibing out to all of our festivities, dude. It was a crazy time. (laughs) He's out here doing the Mario remix. That's amazing. So, All day, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, podcasting. Yep. So, Weed and Grub started after that lunch. We hit it off, and we were like, let's just work for ourselves. Let's make something for ourselves, grow it to the point where we'll have a little, little bit of leverage, but we have to start with loving it and keeping it consistent. We've done it every... We haven't missed a week in three years now, man, which is like, I don't know. I'm real proud of that. That kind of consistency and dedication, I think, is hard to come by. And when you're relying on somebody else to create it with you, like, we had to make a promise to each other every year. We go to a music festival and we take a bunch of molly and we talk about all the problems we have with each other and all the things we appreciate about each other. And then we say, do we want to make this podcast for another year and dedicate it? And we say yes, or we have the option to say no. We've said yes every year. And then we shake hands and then we go dance on Molly. <laughs> what a way to fucking do it. <laughs> Yo, let's go roll real quick and see how we really feel about it. Yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> I love you too. Let's go. Like, I just want to dance. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Exactly. That was good. Cause uh, I mean, you guys were at the System of a Down concert together too. Do no you guys. Doubt. You guys have formed a. Uh, it looks like a great friendship. From yeah, absolutely. The like it's more than just hosting. Like you guys actually go and enjoy. Well, we things. like run in different circles, which is really cool too. Like you know, she runs way more in the cannabis game than I do. Starting to write for that one place, and now working with Rolling Stone. Like she's been an OG in the cannabis. Complex called her one of the fifteen top women in weed. Like some, she's yeah. real, you know. She's an OG. Her name is Mary Jane. Mary fucking Jane. That's a real first name. Come on. Yeah. Thank you, Ed. And so you know, and I run in the comedy circles so we can each like hook each other up in different areas yeah. and it works out because the those are the two areas we fuck with you know we and it's, a great, it's a great circle and oh, yeah. you still be you're like active on the comedy scene you are active on i see you posting uh-huh. traveling oh those reels that everyone tells me i have to post Ooh, those reels <laughs> yeah i saw you arguing about what tzatziki and, and hummus or hummus <laughs> and what they're classified as just like i brought up corn and i see you have a passion for food i do you did graduate from culinary school i did that's after worst cook of america yeah so i got mad 
on Worst Cooks, fucking whatever, I lost in the semifinals. They flew my girlfriend out. I'm still bitter about it. I'm calling it out. In a blind taste test, I won across the board, and they still eliminated me. So I took the money they paid me from Worst Cooks, and I just used it to enroll in culinary school because I was like, yo, if I ever get a shot to come back there, I'm going to fuck some motherfuckers up. And so I used the money they gave me from Worst Cooks to go to culinary school. And then a week after I graduated culinary school, I got an, I got a, my friend asked me if I wanted to improvise and cook back behind the scenes on a Gordon Ramsay show. So I freshly out of culinary school, chef's jacket, and I get to cook for Gordon Ramsay on TV every single day for like a month. And I was like, man, you just got to take those leaps, right? Yeah. Like you got to go for it. And then maybe some shit will pop off because you went for it. It was like such an honor and just a real cool experience. And you just do the, do you don't, are you, do you have, I see you have cats. Oh yeah, Bobo. That's Mary Jane's cat, but it likes me a lot. <laughs> Shout out Bobo, tailless eighteen year old. Do you have pets? Do you have a uh, no. relation? Are no. you so you're just free? Like I can go wherever I want, whenever I want. I'm mm-hmm. out here. Do you think that has helped you to like take opportunities whenever they come around? A hundred percent. I mean, I'm I'm a nomadic loner at in my core, even though I'm working on it. Like hanging out with you, you asked me to do this. I was like. Oh man, I'm gonna like go kick it with this dude and like what? we're gonna yeah. keep getting to know each other. But uh, it's hard for me to do. You know what I mean? Well, so I, I gotta appreciate smoke you weed coming, to do man. It. And so yeah, I love animals and they love me. Uh, but <laughs> I can't I, I can't go to Vegas at the drop of a hat for three days at the Cosmo without finding a pet sitter. So I just don't have animals because I'd rather go to Vegas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is that I, selfish? Does it matter? Are you happy? Very. Then it doesn't matter. Thank you. Do what you want to do. Yeah, wait, do you happy. have an animal? I have, yeah, he's 15. Whoa, what yeah. kind of 15 year old? Sancho. The what? He's a little Applehead Chihuahua. Stop. Yeah. Yo. That's him right there. Like they're dropping him in chat. Wait, really? Yeah. I have Yo. a little emo to Sancho. He's blowing smoke out. Wait, who said because I'm Caucasian? Where? What? Amazing. Because he's cock. I don't know. I don't know what even they're referring to. I want to know what it was. Lot- what are you talking about? Because he's Caucasian. I'm here to learn, learn and grow. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, but yeah, I have a, a 15-year-old Chihuahua. He's amazing. That's so fucking yeah. beautiful. Cool. Yeah. And a fiance. Even more yeah. beautiful. So, Yeah, man. You got it all. I mean, we're out here. Yeah. We out here making it happen, dude. You got it all. We're That's out right. here making it happen. Uh, so... You got the podcast. What's what's been the most exciting thing about your podcasting right now, dude? I'm, I'm Weed be, and Grub, by the way, if y'all are wondering, it's yeah. called Weed and Grub. I mean, we've had some amazing guests on, which I never expected some of them to be. But I got to be honest, the, the sitting down across from Mary Jane once a week, getting high and making each other laugh a ton and just like growing and building that relationship is probably the most rewarding part about it. Way more so than like the crazy cool guests we've had or like sponsors who like fuck with us or South by or Sketchfest. It's honestly sitting across from this person and not wanting to stop talking with them That's every awesome. single week is is like such a dream come true. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah. It's rad. It's a rad thing to look forward to. It's oh, cool. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, you know, just creating that content. Oh, getting mama. Them, getting them numbers up. Then the brands are like, hey, we like you because we <laughs> noticed you. And you're like, okay. And you're like, we out here turning passions into paychecks, <laughs> which is what everyone should be doing is making it happen. And it seems like you've just been following whatever makes you happy at 
just to fucking survive out here. And that's a great yeah. way to live, dude. Dude, that's so interesting. I've never really thought of it that way. But you're right. Like, it's like these are the things that bring me the most joy. And it's going to be a really, really hard road. But I'm pretty fucking happy. That's a cool way to think of it, actually. Bro, you're just chasing your happiness, dude. I appreciate that, man. What? Thank you. Yeah. And, and you seem happy, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. You should. Are you? Would you ever be like a fucking. Uh, I'm not a preacher. Are you Jewish or something? You like fuck with rabbis? Right. If you were a rabbi, I would be. I'd believe in God. Certainly, <laughs> yes, dude. I'm just a, a regular, delicate dude from the valley, bro. Just love has a passion for cannabis. Bro. Yeah, we sensitive out here. Yeah, dude, we out here. Sensitive crew. Is that a good rap crew? Can, can I ask you like a, a a question about cooking? What's like the biggest? Takeaway from culinary school What's like the biggest Cause I'm a dude who like You know I like to eat healthy But I Fucking Smoke weed So I just Eat yeah. whatever I yeah. just add waters Microwaves Fucking But what what's like the biggest takeaway That it's easy <laughs> It's so fucking easy Like I'm, I'm not saying like I could make Like tikka masala Just now Like to make a good one But at it's At it's Bottom line, cooking is fucking easy. You just follow a recipe, smoke a joint, listen to a podcast, chop an onion, and, you know, treat yourself. It's it's not hard. It's just foundations. And once you learn the foundations, uh, you can add the creativity to those foundations and explore, like, all kinds of new avenues. It's easy. So you're like, it's just follow the rules. Follow the rules and get good at them and then, like, and then be you- like, I wonder what a Oreo with Cinnamon Toast Crunch would be like. Mm. Come on. Because <laughs> I feel like, I, you know, being... A consumer of cannabis. Yeah. I feel like we um, appreciate food a little more. And, you know, every time someone gets high, they want to eat. And it's like, what do we feel like? And it's like a big mission. Because so, like, being able to throw down what you want. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, like, maybe it's an L.A. thing. I don't I'm not sure. But, like, I'm I'm super into vegetables and I was never like that. I like vegetables. I do, too. Vegetables are great. And I never knew that growing up. But, man, oh, man. I love vegetables. What's your favorite vegetable? Right now, it's those little beets. They're white on the inside with the red outside. You know what I'm talking about? Like thinly shaved. Yeah. I love that shit. I'm not a beet fan. You don't like beets? No. Too... I have my, my family's, you know, Middle Eastern, so beets was like a side dish every day on the table. Oh, totally. It's not like beets and radishes and all of them like... Yeah. Pickled, pickled veggies. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Radishes. Thank you. I appreciate the, the, you radishes, sliding it in. Radishes are the red and white ones, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are like... <laughs> the beets are more... But the radishes are... <laughs> I love that. I'm like, I was on Worst Cook, Cook with Gordon Ramsay, and then it's like, oh, I'm talking about radishes, and I said beets. God radish damn. is a vegetable? Yeah, it's roots. A beetroot. Yes. Shout out Super Mario 2. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite vegetable? <laughs> My favorite vegetable... Um, a vegetable. I like. <laughs> it feels like a trick question. Okay. Is uh is broccoli a vegetable? Yeah. I fuck with broccoli. Broccoli's great. I was gonna say cucumbers, yeah. but cucumbers are fruit. Seeds. Cucumbers are fruit, right? Yeah, yeah. So is an avocado. Yeah. Fat ass. What's your favorite fruit? Ooh. There's a new kind of apple out called Envy. I think it takes the top spot over Pink Lady. I got to be honest. Uh, Ken, do you have a favorite fruit and or vegetable? Fruit? Oh, my God. Um, geez, I like mangoes. Ooh, I'm nice. allergic, so I can't say that. Whoa, bummer. I'll, I'll die if I eat a mango. Bummer. Damn. Cucumbers. You love a cucumber. That's a fruit. Oh, wow. 
How do you go? What do you do with your cucumber? A little salt? Put it in the water? Like what's no, your go-to? I go to ho- Honey Donuts and get the J6. What is what? what is that? What's the J6? Oh, the J6 is cucumber, kale, like. Is it a juice? It's a juice. Okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> it's a J6. At cucumber is a fruit, actually. It is. It has uh, seeds inside of it, so it's considered a fruit. Totally. Sorry sorry if you disagree, but cucumbers... Are, are people coming for you? Cucumbers are fruits, and so are avocados, dude. Oh, avocados. Avocados are fruit as well. It's got a seed in it, oh, dude. Oh, the, the white thing. Uh. Yeah. It's all right. What up, brown eye, too? <laughs> <laughs> what up, what up? Uh, yeah, what, uh, but vegetables... What are onions? Onions are, uh, fuck, I just learned this too because of the word allium. Ah, oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Carla Lala Music taught it to me on her YouTube channel. She used to work for Bon Appetit and Carla Lala Music said it. Damn it, I'm not going to be able to remember, but she taught it to me and then It's I not forgot. a vegetable. No, it's something um, sciencey. There's so a sciencey word. It's not like an herb, a spice, uh, it's something else. Yeah, it has its own category that like shallots and all of those things fall under. The hell? Yeah, man. Tomatoes are a fruit. Yes, tomatoes are fruit. 100%. Man, I wish I could remember. That's going to drive me crazy. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not getting on my phone. Don't worry. Once we stop the podcast, you'll know. And we're almost done because uh, we only have an hour, dude. And I feel like we could talk for another fucking six. Yeah, we could. I didn't even ask you like basic questions, like favorite strain. <laughs> I didn't ask you. Like, Weed, man. <laughs> Weed is the strain. Do you have a go-to? Like, if you go to a store. No. Well, because like, here's the thing. Like, even growing up, until I under, until I knew there were strains that were not just like seeds and stems or green. bright green and fucking crystal. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind bud. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and then I was like, wait, there's more than that. And then you're, and then it's like, like wine. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like but, beer. But like, I just love smoking it and then hanging out with people. I don't think I've ever had a bad, I don't think I've ever had a bad time because I was smoking the wrong strain with people. You know what I'm Do saying? You know, the like favorite flavor right. or like a good, like with beer, there's ales, lights, IPAs, fucking all sorts of micro brews. I don't fucking know. I'm not a beer person. Yeah. But like, you know, people are like, I just don't like beer. They're like, I like, I like a certain type of beer. Oh, I probably Blue Dream, man. I it's love so fucking fuck yeah. fail safe. The thing about Blue Dream is like consistency, man. Yeah, it's the Coke of weed. (laughs) I know what I'm getting every time. Like Coca-Cola, the drink. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Wait, Wait, I got to ask you a question because you are Middle Eastern. Oh, uh, we got to wrap up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to wrap up? Yeah, yeah. All right, then I can't ask you. No, no, ask it. Where do you stand on hummus, hummus? Is it a spread or a dip? It's a dip. It's a dip. Yeah. Thank you. You dip your pita, you dip shit in the hummus. It, but they also put it in your like falafel or whatever in your sandwiches. But sure, but that's sandwich it's a specific. Hummus dip. It's, yeah. it's sold as dip. Thank listen, you, listen. I, like I said, we only have an hour. Listen, shout out to Hayes Radio. Mike Glazer in the building, dude. Check him out. Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo. Yep. On IG. Yep. Check him at the local comedy shop where you're at. Your favorite TV show that he's writing for. Your favorite actor. Or, you know, he's out here doing them shits on social now, dude. Check out his podcast, Weed and Grub, as well. And uh, have him post a gold medal, dude. I got to see it at IRL, dude. <laughs> Again, Ken Tron on the keys. Thank you for tickling them Ebony's and Ivories, dude. You already know it's the highest host, Adam Hill. Appreciate all y'all tuning in. Wherever the fuck you're at, in the car, at the grow, at home, fucking at work, wherever you're at, I appreciate y'all with your time. If you made 
made it this far. I love you so much. Have a great time. Let's finish this 818 weed right here, dog. I'll see you guys next week, okay? Don't forget, I'm on Twitch daily. Bye. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Now, she doesn't know what I have in this McDonald's bag, but I feel like she can see right through me. Inside here, I've got a toasty sausage egg and cheese McGriddles and a melty sausage McMuffin with egg. Mix and match two warm, savory sandwiches for just $4.50. So, to share or not to share? On one hand, I swoop two for a legit deal. On the other hand, I'm hungry and I... Uh, what? Huh? What's that, babe? Oh, yeah, no, of course. One of these is for you. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Insurance companies love using jingles to sell your policies, but not A, that's AAA. With affordable auto and home insurance plus America's most recommended roadside assistance, who needs a catchy jingle? This jingle has been interrupted by AAA Insurance. With affordable auto and home insurance plus America's most recommended roadside assistance, AAA doesn't need catchy jingles because we offer coverage confidence. Visit AAA.com for details and choose coverage confidence. AAA. Outsmart life. A. Outsmart life. A. Outsmart life. A. Out- At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.